I haven't gotten a text from Zach yet asking if I want Taco Bell, so I imagine he's at least 10 minutes out. Tuesday podcast episode 229. I'm Sam Ginsberg, and here is Tyler Dryblatt. Welcome, everybody, to the latest episode of Brews Day Tuesday. We have mobile beer, electric beer, and donut beer. So that's going to be a fun show. We might have a special guest. I'm not sure. Spooky. They may- Spooky, yeah. So, so we'll see. We'll keep you on your toes for that one. Sam, how's it going over there? Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm looking forward to this beer. It looks like kind of a weird one, but I think it'll be good. And uh, shit, dude, I don't know. I think I should sell you. Okay. Well, then, then just uh, drink me that beer and oh, okay. let me know what's going on. So I have a beer by New Holland. New Holland makes a beer called Dragon's Milk. Dragon's oh, Milk yes. is delicious. And they've decided, hey, what if we confused everyone by making 300 different types of dragon's milk? And this is one of them. So this is New Holland Dragon's Milk Reserve Mocha Mint Bourbon Barrel Stout. Ooh. Uh, and I think Ooh, I... Mint and bourbon. Yeah, uh, I, I think almost all of them are barrel-aged. The, the Dragon's Milk Reserves, I mean. So that's not, that's not really a surprise. It is a lot going on. Like, mocha is two things at once. Plus mint, plus bourbon plus, like, what it actually is. Right. So it could be a little intense, but I think I talked at the end of last episode about how underrated mint is in beer. Yep, I remember that. So I'm I'm hoping that this will be another example of that. Oh, it looks real dark. Yeah, it's pretty dark. It smells uh, like, uh, it smells minty and a little bit like waffles. What is that? Minty waffles. It can't be that it smells like waffles. It must smell like something that I associate with the smell of waffles. Yeah. Bourbon? Uh, uh, hopefully not. Can you smell this through sex? Syrup? Butter? I think it's just chocolate. She says it's just chocolate. Maybe I'm thinking of chocolate chip pancakes. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. That's true. It specifically smells like Eggos to me. Maybe this okay. is a Stranger Things tie-in. <laughs> oh my god, you're bleeding. Uh, so, this beer is really loud. There are many flavors clamoring for my attention. And I think that if it were more well put together, I would like it more. But I do I do enjoy it. I like the mint and the chocolate. I don't get that much barrel flavor. Okay. Three sex while, while you're up here stealing sips, do you have, do you have any thoughts? I, I think this beer is complex enough to warrant two ratings. It's a lot. It just, like, I really want to like it, but at the end of the day... It's a less good version of Thick Mint. Yeah, I, I can buy that. Like, it, yeah. it's just, it's Thick Mint, but with some extra flavors in there to muddle it and make you more confused. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess it shouldn't be a surprise that that's, that's kind of a uh, busy beer. We were talking about that before you even sipped on it, so. Yeah. Uh, it is worth noting 11% ABV, and I couldn't taste a dime of that, so. Well, that's good. That That's something. Yeah. All right. I have... From Victory, I have their Sour Monkey. Now, I really liked their Golden Monkey in college. I was curious if if it's related. Is this a spinoff beer? Yes. So 
Golden Monkey was just a Belgian triple. This is a sour triple, apparently. It's still at an impressive 9.5% ABV. Nice. Um, yeah. Which so, is totally wild for a sour. Yes, it's, it's, it's <laughs> very high. So I'm really curious to see how this goes. It poured with no head, very clear, kind of straw-colored. That's just the like professional beer journalist way of saying it, it looks like uh, PP. <laughs> it it looks like somebody who is not very hydrated filled up this cup. I've had I've had yellower peas than that. Yikes! Well, hmm. I've also had redder peas than that, but that's oh no. Story. Was it beets? Kidney punch. Oh god! I told you about that medical show I was watching where it it was beets, right? Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's a crazy I crazy thing. I, I'm, like, glad I hate beets because I would forget and be confused. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, this doesn't smell like beets. It smells pretty much like your classic sour ale, that sour bacteria. Wouldn't it be those sour bacteria? It would be. It okay. would be those sour bacteria. Cool. Which is the name of my um, alt-rock band. I think it's got to be, like, an indie pop thing. Okay, fine. Uh, that's why you're the manager. Yeah. That and the Um, fact that I have no musical talent. (laughs) So this beer, it's interesting. I mean, it might be my favorite sour just because it's 9.5% alcohol, you know? But besides that, it it just, it kind of tastes like every other sour beer I've had. Uh, But this one will actually get me drunk. So I'm, I'm prepared to accept this on a probational level. Can you taste the kick? I can't. I'm actually kind of disappointed that I don't get any of the classic triple uh, flavors. I mean, the, those, uh, those classic flavors are a little bit mellow, so I'm not surprised they would get masked by sour. It, uh, you're right. But yeah, it's it just tastes like a, like a sour ale. But like I said, this is an alcoholic sour ale, so I'm, I'm more open to it. It does surprise me that this approach isn't taken more. If it, If like, you know, we've talked before about the power of spiciness covering booze if sourness mm-hmm. can do it too then why the fuck are all these sours three and a half percent why aren't they cranking it up to 11 that's a that's a great question i always assumed it was something with the process like maybe the sour bacteria needed a lower abv but i mean clearly that's not the case or maybe it's like uh maybe you're right and that is how it works and then the the sour bacteria all burn out and then they just keep cranking up the abv because it's just yeast. Uh, I, I guess I. It yeah, could be could know. be a dual wielding process. Sure. Well, whatever it is, I think it's I think it's pretty it's pretty tasty so far. I mean, as far as sours go, it's not my preferred style, but this one this one I can handle. I, as I'm speaking, I'm getting a little bit of like kind of alcohol fumes, a, a little bit like in the back of the throat. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like a little bit of the flavor that way, um, but it's just kind of coming around now. Wacky. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's it's definitely wacky. It's a wacky beer. Let's see. I feel like we should maybe go to one of our wacky articles from here. What's That's the wackiest? It's a wacky idea. It's got to be. It's got to be this fucking donut thing, right? Okay. So from FoxNews.com, we've got this fair and balanced article. Krispy Kreme beer is coming soon. I I like my uh my dessert beers. I think they're pretty tasty. But I'm not sure how I would feel about a, a Krispy Kreme beer, which is what Hidden Springs Ale Works and Arcane Ale Works in Tampa, Florida are doing. Do they know I, that this idea is not novel? Because it seems like this is a novelty. Yeah, well, like Voodoo and Rogue teamed up. A, a number of times. 
Yeah, a number of times. So that's definitely true. I think maybe Krispy Kreme, uh, you know, it has its own following. So maybe that's why this is uh, getting news. Also, by all accounts, those voodoo donut beers are not very good. So maybe that's the the deciding factor here is maybe this will be good. Yeah, I only had that maple bacon one, and it was disappointing. I think Tavita had one on the show and was really unimpressed. Hmm. Yeah, so what I think is interesting about this is it's two different breweries, right? One is making their beer out of glazed donuts, and one is making their beer out of cream-filled donuts. And what I also think is interesting is that they're not actually partnering with Krispy Kreme. They just got their permission. Oh, so it's like that beer where uh, they bought all the Count Chocula and brewed a beer with it. Yeah. Yeah, I I wonder how, uh, I guess, I don't know enough about corporate images and, like, how Krispy Kreme thinks of itself. I wonder if, like, it's the type of thing where they don't want to say it's a a cross-branding thing because they don't want to upset hyper-conservatives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's certainly possible. Yeah, so, I mean, you've got, like, kind of a a three-way collaboration going, um, which you don't often see. Was that a real meow? Because it sounded like a meow that would come from a soundboard. Uh, It was a real meow. It came from the living soundboard named Hazel. Hi, Hazel. Hi, Hazel. And Hazel would definitely eat eat, drink a Krispy Kreme beer. He is is undiscriminating. Has, Has he had beer? Uh, yeah, he's had a little bit of beer. He doesn't love it. Like that one cat that lived at the meditation house, that cat loved beer. I didn't know that. I thought it loved weed. Or was that the uh, the other cat we knew that had irresponsible <laughs> owners? So, does Hazel drink beer in a way that is intentional to you or Hazel? I don't, I don't feed him beer or anything, and I don't think he particularly goes after it. But, like, if I spill some, he'll drink it. Or, like, if I set my can or bottle or glass or whatever down he'll like lick at it just because it's a beverage you know okay chai will put her nose in my pint glass and then get a disgusted look on her face and i know it's because beer doesn't smell good to her but i like to think it's that uh she's super snobby and just you just have to find the right one yeah it won't she won't tolerate my low-grade garbage (laughs) but barley likes uh the outside of beer by which i mean the condensation so right. during the summer, Water. yeah. So during the summer, we'll split a beer. I'll have the inside, and they'll have the outside, and it's adorable. <laughs> That's something. Yeah. So this Krispy Kreme thing. Yeah. Holy shit! I just saw that someone's making a twelve and a half percent stout with this. Yeah. That sounds up my alley. Yeah, I'm. I'm also curious as to whether the glazed or cream filled one will turn out better. My instincts tell me glaze, but the fact that it's made, it's two different breweries makes me feel like it's just, which of these breweries is better? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think they're making Russian Imperial Stouts out of these. And uh, I wonder if the cream will give it any, like a, a milk stout kind of character, or if there's too little cream for that. I think it's just, it's pure sugar, which actually might explain where the 12.5 comes from. I guess they both have a lot of just sugar, nothing else. Yeah. I I mean, I could see a high ABV, low flavor situation coming out of either of those. Yep. Yeah, I can't argue with you. In the same way as donuts are mostly simple carbohydrates. You calling those donuts dumb? I mean, I guess. Man, you know what I learned about myself recently? I like jelly donuts. (laughs) <laughs> you, this is something you learned about yourself? Yeah, I thought I thought they were gross. But then I had I had a jelly donut for the first time in at least a decade. And I was like, 
Oh, it's like a donut, and they fill it with jelly. I like donuts and jelly. This rules. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like, when I was a kid, for some reason I was grossed out by the idea of a cheeseburger. Like having cheese on a hamburger? That yeah. part? Okay. And then and then I had one, and I was like, what was I thinking? Maybe it was the Jewish was so ingrained at you, in you that you're trying to keep it kosher. Right. You know, I feel, I like, I get that whole kosher thing, like you shouldn't put cow milk on cow cow but right. could you have like a, a goat cheese on your hamburger i I've, feel like that should be legitimate i mean i know it's not but the way i played it during my brief time in kosher town was no meat with any type of milk which is like i mean you bring up goat but i think it gets even weirder with like i wouldn't have cheese on a chicken sandwich either and chickens don't even really make milk right which is what makes it odd uh-huh. But uh-huh. it's just like, those are the rules, and I'm going to play by them. And then I was like, those are the rules, and I'm done playing by them. Hmm. I wonder where human milk falls on that. I would imagine the same as regular milk. Yeah. Oh, uh, that reminds me. Uh, I, I think I we talked before on here about how my friend uh, recently had a kid. Yes, we did. Um, uh, a, a little bit early, if I recall. Indeed. And so, you know, we visited him at the hospital a couple of times before uh-huh. they could finally take their kid home. That's uh, good. And basically, like, they were just starved for socialization, <laughs> which is fine. Uh, I get that. So, but, you know, we kind of ran out of stuff to talk about because, like, their whole life was just their situation with their child, which is yeah. cool. Like, I'm not trying to talk shit or anything, but, like, we just ran out of stuff to talk about. And we did talk about the quality of milk produced by my friend. Is uh, it? Huh, that's something. The father of the child rated it as, yeah, it's fine. That's, huh, okay. I mean, I know people do that. I, I don't think it was a sexual thing. I think it was no, more... I No, I, I, that's not at all what I was okay. implying. Because that is I, a thing also. Well, everything is a thing. Yeah. No, I know there are a lot of people who are just like, well, I'll, I'll you know, try that out. Just see what it's like. I honestly think I probably will do that too if afforded the opportunity. Yeah, I I'm not I'm not sure where I fall on that scale myself. I'm just a curious know. little cat. You're a curious little kitten. That's why your friends call you Whiskers. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't know. I I would be more willing to like eat ice cream made out of human milk than like just take it like straight from the titty. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, okay. So you don't have to take it straight from the titty. Like there are pumps for this thing. I'm pretty no, I sure know, a pump but, like, was still still. Okay. It's pretty much woman to table at that point. Sure. My issue with the ice cream situation is someone has to make the ice cream. Is that you? Is that her? Is that a third party? Hmm. I feel like that's something I wouldn't want to contract out. Yeah, you want to keep that in-house, but you don't want to make her do it. She's doing enough right. work as it is, and you don't want to do it because you're grossed out, You're already grossed out by the whole thing. No, I'm not grossed out by the handling of milk. It's the ingesting of it that would give me pause. Okay. Yeah. I guess I could do it. Now it just comes down to pure laziness. <laughs> yeah, ice cream's not that hard to make, but it takes a little time. I wouldn't know, honestly. I don't think I've ever made ice cream myself. Have you? Are you some type of old-timey Midwesterner? Uh, no, I haven't made ice cream. But I, I, I know that for some people it's like a, it's something you do in school, like a science experiment. I don't know. Something about chemicals? I'm not sure. but And they're wondering why we have so many obese children. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess that's a thing, and it's time-consuming and a little labor-intensive, but not, like, actually difficult. Okay. 
All right. Well, I'll take your word for it, I guess. You'll take someone else's word for it I that I have take taken. I'll take somebody else's word for it. Yeah. You know, I uh, I feel like maybe you might be able to slip in and steal that King content this week and tell us about a time you consumed ice cream recently. I, I feel really stupid. I don't know if you actually ate ice cream, but you attended a birthday party, which I associate with, oh, like, cake and ice cream. okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we talked pre-pro about this situation. It was... Zach is supposed to be on the show. I don't know where he is. I don't think he's coming. He hasn't texted me back. At some point, I'm going to have to text some mutual friends to make sure he's okay. I know he he had a holiday party last night, so maybe... Uh, he's just hell's of hungover. Uh, maybe. It wouldn't be the first time he canceling me for being hungover, but at least last time he actually told me he wasn't coming as opposed to just vanishing. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, let me say, uh, R.I.P. Zach. Let me be the first to say. I feel like just a month ago there was someone else we were worried was dead. Boris. Boris. Yeah. Fucking balls, man. My friends suck. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was Zach's birthday earlier in the week and we did a, a little birthday celebration for him but it wasn't like a birthday party like i when i think birthday party in a more traditional sense i think party hats cake and ice cream presents pinata that type of thing there were none of those things no presents well eh, kind of i don't know we went to we went out to to an expensive dinner and uh and everyone paid for themselves and split zach's check noise so close enough and the place we went was a brazilian grill have you ever been to one of those uh, no, but I've had Brazilian barbecue-flavored potato chips, and they were delightful. Okay, I think this is a little bit different. Oh, okay. So the way this works is, you all sit at a table, and uh-huh. uh, you have this odd little totem, and it's red on one side and green on another. When you're when it's given to you, it's, it's on red. Okay. And there are just people milling about with huge haunches of meat. <laughs> and when you flip it to green... They just come to your table, tell you what meat they have, and then one by one will just give you some of it. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's like it's like a big shitty sword that they have skewered a big chunk of meat on, and they'll just saw off like a little chunk that's like three or sure. four bites, uh-huh. and then leave. And then the next person comes around. So I had four different kinds of steak, a couple types of pork loin, some chicken wings and some other stuff I'm also forgetting. And also pineapple. It, it's all meat except one dude has pineapple with cinnamon sugar on it. And that was the best thing, I think. I love pineapple and meat. I know a lot of people are disgusted by it. I think Becca is one of those people. But I love like a, a, a burrito al pastor or something like that. Oh, top notch. The thing is, I'm like, I don't like Hawaiian pizza. Uh-huh. But I was intentionally combining bites of this pineapple with bites of steak and i'm super into it so i don't know if it's that i need to try hawaiian pizza again or if like the fact that there's also cheese and tomato in there is what's Mm. throwing me off it's just it's a it's a lot there are definitely more variables with the hawaiian pizza yeah but But, uh yeah i mean i think i think pineapple is probably my number one meat accompanying accompanying fruit i think mango is good too i don't know that i've ever had that I guess I'm thinking of like a, like a burrito with mango salsa. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, okay. And I think there's a place for apple as well, but... but yeah, you can get some good uh, sandwiches when you put a slice of apple on there. 
But I, I think I would have to give the trophy to Pineapple as well. Right, that's right. So why are you even arguing with me, guy? I, I just was reminiscing <laughs> about fruit meats, meat fruits. Uh, but yeah, it was fruit I mean, meats. The, you mean my gay porn star name? Fruit meats. Yeah. Okay. But it was it was a really good meal. And we had a few drinks with it, and we tried to make Alan hit on the waitress, and then he didn't. So then we tried to make uh, Zach hit on the waitress, and then he didn't. I'm glad both of them decided not to. Yeah, no, me, me too. But it was it was fun to bully them. Uh, so yeah. then we went to a few bars. Ooh. Uh, but one of the bars was this place called Madison's, which I have been to once or twice before and thought was fine. Okay. But this dude in the group whom I had not met before, told us about this, how, like, he had, like, this super dope in at this, like, secret party at Madison's, and we were like, <laughs> okay, cool, let's do it. <laughs> and I guess he knew about it because he's a DJ, which should have been a red flag for me, but it wasn't. <laughs> and we just go down into the basement. It's not, like, secret at all. It's, like, I was thinking some like, a speakeasy, like, we needed right, a secret right. knock, but it was just we walked into the basement. When, and we're like, hey. Where this guy was DJing really poorly. Nice. And everyone in there was men in their 50s. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? And then we hung out there for like a little while. Uh, Dick. And this dude got the hookup for some cocaine. <laughs> this dude that you were hanging out with? Yeah. So that's that's really why he wanted to go to this party, was to hook up his, his schneef. But the thing is, it's not like he went down to this party and the cocaine guy was waiting there. The cocaine guy came to us. So, <laughs> I, so I think this party was it was like a totally separate thing. So this dude and Zach went and did some cocaine. <laughs> did, does, does Zach want you blowing up his spot like that? Okay, so I did talk to him about it later that night. Like, can we please talk about you doing cocaine on the show? And he's like, yeah, sure. But, oh, like, okay. if I ever run for office, you need to delete the episode. And I was like, ah, okay, sure. Okay. So, uh, uh, so him and Tom Thanks went and did a little forest bump. Yeah, nice work. Yeah, and I actually, I talked to, to Zach about his, like, his review of cocaine. Like, I wanted him to review it like it were a beer on Bruce Tuesday. Right. And he seemed thoroughly unimpressed. Like, really? Yeah, he definitely seemed like he was in, like, like, a pretty upbeat mood, which is what you would expect. But he was like... Really, if I just have two cups of coffee back to back, this is how I feel. And it's huh. like it's like wow, people pay a shitload of money for cocaine, and you can get coffee for free at our work. I wonder if it was like severely stepped on. And by by stepped on, you mean cut with something? That is correct. Okay. I'm sorry. I know my streetwise uh, drug lingo sometimes throws you for a loop. I was able to pull it out based on context clues. It, right. I mean, it probably was. They were probably yeah. snorting the skunkweed equivalent but i still feel like there would be something else going on like i kind of was expecting him to get like fidgety and weird but it was just like he was you know excited but you know what we were partying and it was his birthday i've seen him more excited than he was so (laughs) and 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 you've seen him that way not on cocaine this was his first cocaine experience oh his first cocaine experience yeah okay that's interesting yeah i think on your birthday sure that makes sense sure but don't make it a habit <laughs> to rewind a little bit so it's me zach new guy and oh. two other friends okay and so zach and new guy go off to do cocaine and me and the two other friends are just like kind of like weirded out by the situation and so we're just like well there's only one way this will get good so we start doing shots 
Oh, um, I thought you were gonna say so you went and did cocaine. <laughs> no, so we we did some we did some shots, we did some more drinking, and eventually just like, yo, this really sucks. Let's leave. Like they they told us they would be back right away, and they were gone like maybe twenty minutes. Right. I don't know when I get when I'm drinking too much, I lose. I kind of lose track of time, so maybe they weren't gone that long, but it felt like forever. Right. So we, like, started to leave, and we were like, okay, this is the bar we're thinking about going to next, because this was the second bar we'd been to, and a new guy had picked the first two, and they'd both been right. busts as far as I was concerned. Right. So we were like, we're going to go to this one place, and he was like, well, on the way we can stop at this one other bar, this bar is really cool, and I think you guys might like it better than this. And I was like, well, it couldn't be worse than this bar. And he was like... <laughs> And he was like, "Were you wrong?" Well, okay, we'll get there. But he was like, "What do you mean? This place is great. What, what, what don't you like about this place? Every, what here don't you like?" And I was like, "What here is a good thing?" Like he was trying to put it on me, like name a bad thing. And I was like, "No, how about you name a good thing?" He was like, "Well, I mean the people." And he like gestured at our group. And I was like, "We've been moving as a unit all night. Like you can't chalk that up to this place." That's funny. And then and then he was like, well, I mean the music. And I was like, the music sucks. And he was like, that's true. <laughs> and so it was like, what is this guy getting at? But then we went to this other place, which I liked a little better just because, I, like, I don't know, I guess I'm too old. I don't like going out as much anymore. For the most part, these are my friends. And I like talking to my friends. And I like having a few drinks. So, like, I would be fine with going to, like, a really quiet bar or even going back to somebody's apartment and just drinking more. Like... I mean, even even in college, I never really understood the appeal of going out. Uh, I guess specifically unless you thought it was going to help you meet girls. <laughs> I guess at that point it was girls. Now I'm supposed to say women. Right. Help us meet the ladies. The ladies. Is it better if I say it that way? Is it better to say I girls think... or to say ladies in the creepiest way I possibly can? Oh, jeez. Hmm. Well, women out there, you can tweet at us. Uh, ask, ask Becca and get back to me. Uh, so... So, it, I mean, no one was really uh, on the prowl, as it were. So, I, I guess at that point, I don't know what the point is. I can't, like, we're trying to, like, have some camaraderie and conversation. Right. But, like, we're mostly talking about how bad the music sucks. You know where you can just pick the music for free? Your Fucking house. any of your apartments. <laughs> where we're, like, walking distance from. But yeah. but we didn't do that. Instead, we the, the last place we went was a bar, which was also a Chinese restaurant. And it was much less loud in there, so I was actually able to have a conversation. I had, like, an hour-and-a-half-long conversation with Zach, which was really cool. Like, I like talking to Zach, and usually it's a big group, so I don't mm-hmm. get to have, like, a lot of one-on-one time. But I did. And also I learned that the reason that this one guy was super insistent we come to this bar was because there was some girl working there that he wanted to hit on. Oh, so somebody was on the prowl. Right, but just him – and, and on a very specific prowl. So just like every bar we went to, he had some ulterior motive. And I was like, right. you know, this is about Zach having a good time, right? Not about you getting laid and like making business contacts. <laughs> Whatever. So like I, I didn't know this guy and I like am uh, – I'm not his biggest fan, we'll say. Shocker. Yeah, but he seemed like a total flake, so I'll probably never see him again. Well, that's good. Yeah, did you did you order any food at this Chinese restaurant bar? I didn't. We were, like we ate so much at the uh, at the Brazilian joint. Right, and right. I was like, I didn't realize until it was too late that it was an all you can eat thing. And I had kind of a big lunch, so like I felt like I was getting money stolen from me. Sure, but it all came out in the wash because you know we got we got cocktails at this place. Like they had beer too, but the beer wasn't like super exceptional. It was like 
some good local stuff, but whatever. And then I was like, I might as well just have some some like wacky cocktails I can't get anywhere else. I got one that was like a hot pepper rum situation. Just like, you know, for fun. Yeah. And so I had more drinks than anyone else while we were there. And then we were like, well, the easiest way to split the bill is since everyone's <laughs> is roughly the same, we'll just, there's seven of us, we'll split it six ways so we're all covering a little bit of Zach. How's that work? And I was like... And, and a I, little bit of Sam. Well... I didn't. I didn't say it out loud. But I was like, "Oh yeah, that sounds great. That sounds great. That's exactly how we should do it." So I think that uh, it evened out a little bit. Right. Oh jeez. Well, that's that's good. That, how old is Zach? Is he twenty eight? I should really know this. He's twenty seven, maybe twenty six. Okay. He's definitely younger than us. I'm trying to think if he's a half year or a year and a half younger than us. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Well. You know, if you do just want to sit at home and drink and you don't really want to go out anywhere. And maybe order a pizza or something. Wow, Samuel, you are you are amazing at this. How did you catch on so quickly? Well, we have only two articles left. <laughs> yeah, so, but if you do want to order pizza and also some booze, move to Phoenix, Arizona, because according to money.cnn.com, Pizza Hut is going to be rolling out a beer and wine delivery option with their pizzas in Phoenix coming up pretty soon. Man, my boss is from Arizona. Maybe I'll ask him uh, if he wants to partake in this. And then he'll get uncomfortable at me, which is what he does anytime I engage with him socially. Well, that sounds good. That sounds like a good plan. So Pizza Hut, they're trying some new things. I guess they haven't been doing super. So they're trying out this new pizza and wine delivery service. Uh, Excuse me, beer and wine and pizza delivery service. I guess uh, you can get six packs of... AB brands, as well as this beer called Kilt Lifter, which is made by Arizona-based craft brewer Four Peaks. That, that's what so. I'm familiar with. I think that's like a, I think that's a big deal in the Southwest. Okay. Well, I'm glad to see at least one craft brewery on there. Uh, all the six packs, no matter which one you get, will cost $10.99, which is like not terrible. I mean, it's a little expensive, especially if you're going to be getting like Shock Top or something, but it's not a not an unreasonable markup, I don't think. It's it's definitely more than you would pay if you were going to a place to buy this. But when yeah. you take into account delivery fee and even just like, they have to kind of prorate out the cost of their liquor license a little bit. So I, you know, a, a markup here makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and I again, I don't think it's a, a ridiculous markup. That's something that I might be willing to pay. But uh, yeah, it's it's just in it's just going to be in Phoenix right now, and I guess depending on how it goes, they'll roll it out to other cities. Something I do think is interesting is that customers will be required to show their IDs at the door, and also all drivers will now have to be uh, twenty one if they're carrying booze. I guess that makes sense. But yeah. wait, but when show at the door, do people actually go into a Pizza Hut anymore? No, I guess like when they deliver it to you. Oh, at the door of your home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I I mean, sure, that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does make sense. I just think it's like a weird interaction. Like the delivery guy shows up and he's like, oh, can I see some ID in your domicile? Well, yeah, but I mean, think about the alternative. It's 15-year-olds getting beer from Pizza Hut because it's the only place that'll sell them beer. I don't see a problem with this. Okay. <laughs> that, actually, morally speaking, I don't really either, but... yeah. Logistically, I think that this is the only option that makes sense. No, I, I get it. I just think it's it's a, a goofy scene to see play out. Yeah. You know? But yeah, it, it does make sense. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I 
I don't know. I don't know if I would take uh, advantage of this service. Uh, I don't. I don't think I would. But really, because I'm pretty good about keeping my shit stocked. Yeah, the only time I see this coming into play for me is like if I'm having a party, you know, and it's like, hey, is everybody hungry? And also, maybe we could use some more booze. What's up, Pizza Hut? You know where I think it, it, it has its benefits is. Uh, Tell me. You just helped me move. Oh, there you go. Pizza and uh-huh. beer. All, all. It's a one-stop shop. There you go. You should be one of these uh, Pizza Hut ad wizards. They sh- they really should have like a deal on their website that's like the home dog help you move box, and it's like a large pizza, 12, 12 wings, and a six pack or something like that. Yeah, there's a use case, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, shitty chain drinking, <laughs> okay, could you imagine if they approved a liquor license for a Taco Bell? I'm pretty sure that's happened. Don't they have these cantina locations? You interrupted me. Oh. In Madison, Wisconsin, where I live. Oh, shit. Yeah, so it, it's got approved. They uh, aren't serving booze yet, and it's downtown, so I might never go there. But I kind of want to go just because the idea of sitting in a Taco Bell drinking shitty beer really appeals to me. Yeah, I know we did an article about this. I can't remember what brands they were going to have. I think it was... Is like swill crap. Like it's probably Krona and stuff, just because it's on brand. <laughs> on brand, yeah. Well, maybe you can pick up a Negro Modelo or something like that. Oh, I fucking doubt it, but maybe. <laughs> I I'll probably go and report back in like a year or something when this conversation is forgotten by all. That sounds good. Uh, wait, but you did actually do some hard hitting research. Oh, I know fuck. this because you texted me a picture of it. Yeah. So let me start off by saying how betrayed I feel by you and <laughs> Boris. Because we all agreed, and I had it's on tape, so I, it's clear that we all agreed to put cheese and beer in a cereal bowl and eat it like it's cereal. Uh, and I guess only I did it, uh, <laughs> and it was pretty bad, surprising no one. But I think the noteworthy part is I would like I kind of would go through the cycle where I'd like get the spoonful and it says the spoon's full of beer with like one curd on it, and I would look at it and be like, ah, oh, fuck. And I put it in my mouth and be like, this sucks. And then there were like two or three seconds where I was like, you know what? This isn't too bad. And then at the end, it would be like, no, yeah, this sucks. And it was the two or three seconds that the beer had gone down my throat and I was just eating a cheese curd. Cheese curds are really good. And like, obviously I like beer too, but but it like just wasn't working for me. I was kind of thinking at the end. Uh, of eating all the cheese curds, I would, in the same way as I would drink my Lucky Charms milk because it tastes like sugar milk, I was thinking, oh, yeah, I'll have, I'll have, I'll just drink the rest of this PBR out of a bowl at the end. <laughs> but I just couldn't make myself do it. I dumped, I, I was, I put a full can of PBR in this bowl and only about half a can made it into my tongue. Well, first of all, good work. Let Thank me just you. say that. Thank you. <laughs> we all appreciate your sacrifice. But I feel like maybe a more accurate um, test of the concept, because I, I guess I should remind the listener, last week we did uh, an article about Finlandia cheese making a beer a mug all out of cheese, and so that was the idea behind what we, we promised and failed to do. Well, it, to You guys didn't promise. I said, let's all do this, and you guys both said no. Super. <laughs> I was trying to throw you under the bus, but now I feel bad about lying. <laughs> But uh, so I feel like a, a truer test would have been you pour the beer over the cheese curds, then you drink the beer, and then you eat the curds. Please, 
you're my best friend, please don't make me do this. <laughs> Maybe I'm a, I might be willing to try that one. Just have some mercy, please. <laughs> No, maybe maybe I'll assign myself this one. Okay. I feel like I could handle that. Maybe I'll get just like a big block of cheese and an ice cream scoop, right? And make my own Finlandia uh, mug. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a mistake. Please take pictures. <laughs> I, I think that the truest review of this situation was I was watching TV with Three Stacks while I was doing this. And on at least five occasions, she looked at me. And just saw what I was doing and saw the look on my face and said, you know, you don't have to finish that, right? <laughs> she just kept telling me. And then eventually I was like, okay, I'll stop. <laughs> Looking out for you. Yeah. That's funny. See, I don't have any great hard-hitting content, though. I haven't done anything. so. I mean, we can go right into this last article if you want to. Great. I would love to do that. So, uh, again, AB is making our uh, news segment in this episode. Budweiser maker Anheuser-Busch reserves 40 Tesla electric trucks. Oh, uh, Tesla recently has come out with these um, like electric semi-trucks, basically. And uh, they took Lorries, their... you might call them. Excuse me? Lorries? That's for our <laughs> European listeners. <laughs> okay, sure. Lorries or trucks. And for our, for our Thai listeners, you might know this as a tuk-tuk. No, okay. But, um, yeah, so they recently got a batch of orders, and uh, AB InBev is, is one of the people who have ordered these trucks, along with, who else is here? JB Hunt Transport Services, Walmart, and Canada's largest fleet management company, who everybody has heard of. What? So that's fun. Not, not, nothing. That's, it's, it's interesting. I mean... I, uh, I'm a little skeptical of Tesla, to be honest. Like, I, I love the idea of, like, an affordable electric, or not even affordable, like a widespread electric vehicle, but it hasn't yet come to pass, despite uh, round after round of quote-unquote major announcements. So, I don't know. I hope this takes off. I hope more people use it, and uh, it helps the electric car industry move forward, but I'm a little skeptical. Man, I would love to get an electric car. Yeah. If only to make everyone call me Senor Tesla. <laughs> I think that title is taken, actually. So if I become Senor Tesla, does Mary have to marry me? Yes. that's that. Whoever has the title is who she is betrothed to. She's married to the name, not the individual. What if the current Senor Tesla buys a second Tesla that he just keeps in his garage for shits just to make sure that he's seen as more Senor Tesla than I am? Well, he would have... Yeah, he would have two Teslas, so he would be... He would be uh, most senior Tesla. Okay, that makes sense. Well, I'll I'll let him know to, to line up that purchase. Okay, it's like uh, it's like wizard staff. You know, whoever has the most <laughs> Teslas is in charge. Man, so the thing about wizard staff is, I've never played it, and I would like to play it when I'm sixty years old. I've played wizard staff a couple times, and I've just gotten destroyed because I end up getting very competitive. Oh, well, so you said destroyed, and I thought you meant in terms of the competition. You get destroyed by the others. You mean you get destroyed as an unbelievably drunk. Yeah, because I want to have the biggest wizard staff. I don't even use my power. I just like to be the head wizard. I forgot there was power. What's the power? Uh, you can, like, make people drink and stuff like that. Okay, so, like, yeah. s standard bullshit drinking game rules? Yeah, pretty much. Anything Greg Wilson might do is what the wizard gets to do. I, I had I had a revelation in college, which was 
W shit, I'm gonna get the letters wrong. W W G W D. What wouldn't Greg Wilson do? <laughs> when and whenever I was like thinking, huh, I have to make a tough choice here. I think what I think Greg Wilson would do, and I would just not do that. And you're still alive, so. Oh, I do you realize what you just said is a little insensitive? Because he almost died. Because he almost died. Yeah, but he's still alive too. So whatever. He if is he still was actually alive. a dead person, that he, would be different. He actually seems like he's doing great, and also he seems like less of an asshole now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm I'm gonna be content to just uh, assume that he's less and not actually go check up on it. Yeah, I I mean it's it's a better narrative, and <laughs> and I would also like him to not be an asshole. I had a lot of great times with him, so I like to think back on the good times and not the times that he was terrible. Yeah, whatever whatever floats your boat. A little bit of guilt there, too, whatever. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, geez. Good times. GTs, as they say. Good times, great oldies. <laughs> okay. Is that just me? I think it is. Maybe ah. it's just you, but for you, it's just you. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, uh, so I, I don't know where these uh, electric trucks – I'm not sure if they're going to be used in the U.S., Oh, yeah, no, it is. It is. The U.S. subsidiary of Anheuser-Busch InBev NV plans to use the trucks for shipments to wholesalers. What is the NV part? Uh, New Vegas? Yeah, probably. Probably. Well, actually, it might be Nevada. I guess. Are they just doing it in Nevada? Darn, I don't know. This is getting a lot of activity lately. No, it's probably something else that we don't know about and also won't Google, so. Sure. But um, J.B. Hunt, they're another guy on here. I see a lot of J.B. Hunt transport vehicles. I wonder if some of the ones I'll be passing will be electric soon. Probably not. I don't know. I can't answer that. My yeah. guess is no. Yeah, but uh, that's that's basically it. A.B. and Bev, they, they bought these trucks. They'll be on the road sometime, and uh, I guess that's a positive thing. Well, Emily's cooking dinner right now, and it smells really good. Can we wrap this up? Oh, fine. Jesus. I'm a hunky boy. You're a hungry boy? I'm a monkey boy. A sour monkey boy. Tell but me all about it. Uh-oh. Who, who's going to go first? You are, because I'm the host. Yes, sir. So I had New Holland Dragon Milk Reserve Mocha Mint Bourbon Barrel Stout. And I would have liked more mint in this, but the thing is they listed a thousand different flavors on their bottle, so I guess you're only going to get a little bit of each, but... I, I really feel like this would have been way, way more impactful if the mint were more flavorful. But overall, it, it was enjoyable, although a bit seemingly aimless. But I feel like the idea with these Dragon's Milk Reserves is they're just like, fuck it, we're going to do whatever we want, whatever crazy thing, and it'll sell fine and we will charge for it, you know? Yeah. Uh, and... <laughs> Every Dragon's Milk Reserve I've had has either been good or interesting or both. So I'll buy all of them. I'll keep buying yeah. these. I'll pay for interesting. Yeah. And even the ones that are interesting, I'm not sure I've had one that I was like, wow, this was trash, you know? Right. So I'll give this like a 7-2. I think the only person I would recommend this to is someone who would say, I've never had a mint-type stout before, and I would like to try it. This is not one of the better mint stouts I've had. This might be the worst mint stout I've had, but the but it's still a mint stout and it's still good. And I think it still will get the point across of what a minty stout brings to the table. But 
you know, we talked we've we talked about thick mint earlier, and there are other mint, minty beers that I think do a better job overall. But yeah, seven two, I I would have this again. Sure. Yeah. Not not a yeah definitely not a slouch of a rating. Yeah. So while that might be the the worst mint stout you've had, this is probably the best sour ale I've had. Not because of you know it, it particularly tastes good or I really love the sour aspect. Just because it's uh, a sour ale that's like more than 4% ABV, sure. you know what I mean? So this, again, was uh, it's Victory Sour Monkey, 9.5%. I'm going to give it a 5.2. You know, sour is fine, but it's not my preferred flavor style. At least this one gets you drunk. So I would recommend this to Jed. <laughs> I don't oh, know, yeah, people... for sure. But, uh, like, uh, Jed and, I don't know, I mean, anybody who likes sours, this is like a fine sour, just the alcohol is kicked up a notch. So if you really like sours and you're trying to party, this is probably a good one for you. We should remember to talk to Jed about this beer, though, because this is so far up his alley that, like, it could be hurting him right now. (laughs) Do we want to introduce it to him? I'm confused. I I don't know what you're saying. Uh, I think I was making a butthole joke. Oh, I I have an update here real quick. Text from Zach here, just uh, 89 minutes after we were scheduled to start to record. Shit, I totally forgot. I called into work and completely spaced. Well, you know, I didn't wish him a happy birthday, and now I'm glad I didn't. Got him! Got him! No, that's okay, Zach. I understand. Sometimes life gets in the way, buddy. Yeah, so maybe next week, maybe uh, I'll punish him by bringing Mary on instead. (laughs) Oh, no! Uh, all right, well, do you know what you will be bringing on next week beer-wise? Ah, uh, butts. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Great. Please thanks you happen. have an answer for me. Yeah. Cool. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in. If you have anything to say, if you want to let us know when you prefer girls, ladies, or women, you can let us know that by tweeting us at Bruce Day Tuesday. So you can tweet at us at Bruce Day Tuesday. You can email us at Bruce Day Tuesday Podcast at gmail.com, or you can comment on our links at Bruce Day, Bruce 2's, excuse me. It is, bud. <laughs> All right. Well, don't let the best keep you down. We'll see everybody next episode. Bye now. Bye. Come suck here. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy. Forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your medicine. You feel better. Hi, Becca. <laughs> Hi. So we were talking about how it's not a very uh, respectful move to refer to adult women as girls, like okay. this girl I know, etc. And I was yeah. I was saying I feel like it's a failing in the English language because if there's a if there's a male cohort like around my age, I'll say oh there's this dude I know, etc. And if there's a yeah. female, I'm not gonna say there's this dude I know. Because dude implies male. And I'm not going to say this girl I know, because that is yucky. But I also don't like this woman I know. I don't like this lady I know. Because we talked about lady. Tyler said lady was his preferred. And I feel like lady implies that they're my aunt. (laughs) Like, that's what I hear when I say this lady I know. Yeah. But I was curious. It's more like a general question, but I'd like to hear your input. Obviously, you would prefer I say lady rather than girl. Mm-hmm. But if your choices weren't those, if your choices were girl or a lady, <laughs> w- 
Which would you prefer? I would still choose that. No, I'm just kidding. No, probably the second. Still? Okay. <laughs> That's valuable input for me that I will use at work and get fired. So thank you for that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>